right. <clears throat> and we are cutting at the 20 minute mark. Three, two, one. What's poppin', you guys? It's your boy, Father Mike, in the building. You already know who it is, man. You know I got to keep the Pepsi on me. Like, my name is Kendall. I'm here with my brother, man, AZ. How you feeling? Yo, yo, yo. You already know it is. It's man, AZ, a.k.a. Fifth Street Shorty, a.k.a. The Royal Rug Rat, a.k.a. Wavy for President, man. What's going on? Hey, man, I'm feeling this magical. Actually, no, I'm not feeling magical, but I'm feeling very blessed, man. You know what I'm saying? Feeling very wavy, you know what I'm saying? I feel like I'm on cloud nine like a Disney princess, you feel me? Real talk before this. Okay, Latin. You know what I'm saying? You say Latin? A Latin word. word. A Latin, you feel me? Real talk, you know what I'm saying? Even us, man. But... You know what I mean? Got my glass loafers on, you know what I'm saying? It's not Cinderella. I just said a Disney princess. I ain't, I ain't got to pick a specific one. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, there's Cinderella's with the glass slipper, right? Yeah, the glass loafers. So, as, okay, as a man, yeah, you got the gla- glass Gucci loafers. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? Something like that. Something like right before 12. You feel me? With the beauty and the beast fur in the back. You know what I'm saying? You know, I had to have the fur on me. You know what I'm saying? And you know I got the Mulan sword on me, even though she ain't a Disney princess, but she a part of Disney and she a part of the diversity club, so we still gonna involve her. You know what I mean? Them white people are dangerous. <laughs> no, that wasn't Mulan. That was it probably it could have been. No, Who are they facing again? Either one, them white people are dangerous. Hey, yeah. Regardless, it was white they people. They really put dangerous. that in the Disney movie. Well, white people are dangerous? Yeah, you don't remember that? I don't. I don't recall the Pocahontas one to be honest. I think because it was like one of the, the, the tribe leaders was talking to the people, and he was like, "These white men are dangerous," or something like that. And I'm like, "This is literally an animated like Disney movie. Like that shit is crazy." I mean, they are, and they were dangerous. I mean, yeah, you can't, you can't, you can't change history. You can't deny the truth. Well, even Disney so can admit it. They tried to make them cool people in the movie, though. Because even just Pocahontas going with them was like, oh, they're not bad people. Yeah, that's like in everything, though. <laughs> Except we actually read the you know the actual manuscripts and see that they enslaved their people and killed them off and then used Pocahontas as a slave translator to translate to the people that, hey, give us this land or we're going to mark you. Wait, Pocahontas is real? Yeah. Like Pocahontas and I think the other people was like John Lewis or John Adams or some shit. I think John Lewis and, and another nigga. I forgot the other nigga name. Dang, but that's, that really tells you that I didn't pay attention to school because I always yeah. thought Pocahontas was fictional. Nah, that's based off a true story. <laughs> that's definitely a true story. It was just much more gruesome. You know. Hey, I mean, technically, a lot of these stories be more gruesome when they tell it. It's like shout out Longest Yard. What? Okay, so I saw it come across my screen. I didn't watch it. That was a true story? Yeah, definitely was in uh, Ukraine. Oh, okay, you know, so it wasn't like, even in America. No, it was like a Ukrainian uh, football team. 
that it originated from. And it was like, I think this is amidst the Nazi uh, takeover. Um, and during that, it was like people, I think, that either were prisoners or like damn near could have just been prisoners because they was all malnourished and shit. They had to face the top players in the football team that like around the country and like they would continuously beat them and every time they was like bro either y'all lose like they would even announce it like bro y'all lose or are we killing y'all and they would still blow them niggas out yo what like mad games it was like at least five seven games that they was playing blew everyone out no time yeah. they all still got like you know well not all of them but some of them still get executed um Majority Wait, of them. Them yeah, they got executed. They got put in gas chambers. They got tortured. What the? F- they murked them. What, they, what they, year was this? This was like again, like around the uh, the time of like the Nazi uh, takeover. Oh, it's the World War Two. Yeah, around that time. Yeah. What the fuck? So how did they? Def- how did they it, take that story and turn it into some? Hey man, Nelly is gonna be on the football team. <laughs> hey man, Nelly's gonna be on the. <laughs> I mean, if you hosting it with Adam Sandler, you got to bring some, you know what I mean? You got to bring some likable faces, you know what I mean? And again, that was a, when you really look back at that was really a star-studded movie. Like, no bull, that was a star-studded hey, movie. Man. Like, the that's fact that it's Stone Cold coming in and talking about, that's how a white man runs the football. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo. Stone Cold definitely played his role too perfect, but um, but the fact that y'all even had the great Kali in that joint, bro, smashing ping pong balls and shit, like it was it was a legendary movie. And then you just got Chris Rock, you know, just being Chris Rock, and you know, it's like, hey, he's not narrating this movie. Wait, all right, before we go on, I'm not, I, I don't know if I could be wrong. Didn't the great Kali pass? No. He didn't pass away? No. I mean, I hope not. I didn't hear nothing about that. See, now you're about to make me just stop everything right now and search up about the great Kali because I did not hear anything about I, it. Like I said, I don't want to put... I could have swore, like... Nah, he's 50 years old right now. He's chilling. So who was I thinking about? Andre the Giant? I don't know. No. I thought one of them big-ass niggas had passed. Nah, these big niggas are still alive. <laughs> no, no, gratefully so. That's good. You feel me? Oh, okay. Actually, no. The only one that died was Jorge Gonzalez. But you, I don't I know doubt- who that is. Yeah, I was like, I know you wouldn't know who that nigga is. Yeah. yeah, that was the the other giant nigga. But yeah, all the big niggas, they still alive for real. Hey, shout out Great Kelly. Shout out Big Show. You know what I'm saying? Shout out Big Show. Real talk. And it's funny because they really try to dub Big Show as like Andre the Giant's son. Just because he was a big nigga, and the fact that the fact that I found out that they found this nigga playing f- basketball is hilarious. The big show, yes, that's how he was founded, bro. Because Hulk Hogan saw him playing, saw him hoping, yeah, and brought him to WCW. So was, I was like, okay, that makes so much more sense because he was ass back then. Like it makes so much more sense why he was ass. Like he was hooping, he was chasing another dream. Hey, yo. <laughs> but I'm like, if Hulk Hogan see you and be like, I need you, brother. 
I need you to come over here, WCW. And I need you, sure you I mean, uh, brother. He didn't say that to Paul White. <laughs> he didn't say that to him. He didn't say that to him. I that, need that, you, honky. That didn't come up. That didn't come out either. He definitely called him brother. He Everybody knows his brother. brother. He definitely called him brother. You don't think every white man inbound slipped out? No. Because he's playing. He's he probably was like, "Hey, man, you playing this nigger sport? You need to come do a white man's job." <sighs> come play like a real white man should. Like a real white man should. <laughs> Uh, if you're not white, I'm gonna need you to leave the side of the ring, please. <laughs> Sorry, <great>. Bobby. <laughs> Sorry, Bobby Lashley, you gotta get up out of here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. Yeah, man. Hey, yo, Vince McMahon really said, if you're not white, I need you to leave. The- <laughs> He needs to be tried for his crimes, man. He said, I need you to leave, bro. Like, (laughs) that white move. (laughs) And then you just see the camera. You see the camera pinning right to MVP. You're like, yo. (laughs) Why does this turn into a wrestling podcast? It will sooner or later, bro. Sooner or later. Sooner or later, bro. We're going to make it a wrestling podcast. That's not happening. Okay. Hey, you, you say it now. You say it now. Until later on, we're going to be going about the whole collection of the NWO and how it rivaled DX in the TV ratings. Yo, but all, right, anyway. all right, all right, just get, <laughs> get, get to the topics we have here. We, we started we start up as a black show. We're going to continue doing that. Hey, yeah, we can topics. focus on black wrestlers. What's, what's wrong with that? We can focus on our truth. Okay, we have People to watch this. What's up? You, you can create another show. You can feel me stand up and say, What's up? What's up? What's up? You supposed to say what's up? What's up? Shut the fuck up! What's up? Shut up! It just go. It you just can get go. with this. Oh, you can get with that. You get with this because you know where it's at. What's up? <laughs> I'm telling you, man. It's black wrestling weekend. All right, we can get into the real. We can get into the real topics. Uh, you know, get into giving out these sick people. They, you know. They sick award, aka handcuffs. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. Because that, that chain of steel needs to be around their arms. And yeah, like- definitely, definitely. No Wonder Woman, but them niggas, you know, America's just getting more and more twisted, man. And uh, we talking about these teachers. Um, you know, we always have growing up that fantasy, or even not that fantasy, but. Just that idea of one day, you know, needing a higher grade, being like, damn, I need to get an A in this class. Mm-hmm. And the professor that you're looking at teaching the class is just smoking hot. <laughs> so then you just wait afterwards. Of course, it's a night class, you know. <laughs> Even though in real life, you probably would never choose a night class if you wanted to I'm going to say, nigga, you are an alternative <laughs> school. What are you doing night class? I mean, but I'm thinking in the, in, the, in the dream, you're thinking this is like, you know, college. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, thinking like college. So this is a night class. You feel me? Well, in college, then you that come... wouldn't, it wouldn't matter. It wouldn't count. It still would. Cause cause it's a, it's, no, but it still would. Cause these are high school forget. schools that these crimes are happening to, or even younger. <laughs> But anyway, let me set up the scene. I set it 
good. My brother, my fault. It is your fault. But, you know, you're just there taking the night class. Your teacher's smoking hot. You walk up to her once the class finishes. Last class of the week. Probably on a Thursday because you want to get ready Friday. You want to turn up Friday. So you come, after everybody leaves, you come down, put your test on the table. Hey, ma'am. I don't think you meant to put this D right here. And then she's like, oh, really? Where did I mean to put it? And then y'all just start getting into y'all bag. That like that. I just imagine uh Hey yo, you feel me? Y'all getting into your bag. You feel me? You ain't know she was really wilding. She pull out a bag of pop rocks and y'all go crazy. Yeah, I don't know what you do in your bedroom, (laughs) but like (laughs) that's crazy, bro. (laughs) You ever thought of just pulling out a bag of pop rocks and being like Hey man, whatever you do with you, you're brother. Hey yo, pop rock man, that's on you. I don't, hey I don't, yo, that was just quick with it. Yeah, pull out the pop rocks. Pull, pull out the pop rocks. What you mean? <laughs> I go to the candy store before you put that paper down. What you mean? Oh my lord. You know what I'm saying? Hey, wait, hold on. Sidebar. You never seen that pop rocks commercial? No, I haven't. It was like a pop, well, I don't think it was. A, they said. Eventually, they like you know define it was like it was a skit actually, and not like a pop rocks commercial. Because I was like, if this is an actual pop rocks commercial, that would have been crazy. But it was just like that same scenario. Male teacher gives her an F. She's like, what? And everyone's like, what you about to do? And then she's like, I know what I'm about to do. And then she comes to him after class and is like, Yo, like, why'd you give me an F? I think that's the wrong grade. And he's like, Oh, really? Well, what do you suppose you do to change it? And she go down there, starts macking, mack, 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 mack. Yo! That nigga is, like, looking at his clock like, this boring head, bro. This shit bogus. You feel me? And then she's like, I know how to spice it up. Pop rocks. Just pulls it out her back pocket. Pop rocks. Puts all that shit in her mouth, bro. Straight up going to town. That nigga just hearing the snack crackle pop. Like, you feel me? Like yeah. going crazy on it. Turn that joint right to an A before she could even finish. Oh my god. And they actually showed him finishing. Oh, what the yeah, fuck was, was you sick. watching? I saw it on Twitter. So don't say I was out here searching for it. It was on the timeline. Uh. But that was basically the scenario. So just picture that, like, but like in real life, where like their ages actually you, like you actually something. Shouldn't. <laughs> but that, like that's gonna be like, 10 years but like but like with the police actually like coming here after like that, that's gonna get you with uh my man jared folk from subway that's gonna get you with him <laughs> and yeah i don't know what, I, what I, the picture i'm already painting here um it's been reported that approximately 269 k through 12 teachers um well, educators. Let me say educators. Yeah. 269 educators from K through 12 have been uh, prosecuted for child sex crimes. Mm-mm-mm. Just disgusting. We are only in October. 
269. That's close to 300. And they said, um, from statistics show, it says that 80% of it are men. But, you know, this is not just like a bash men thing or a bash women thing. But, like, they're, like it's just, that's crazy, first of all. Because it's like, you're sending your kids to school thinking that, you know, you have to put your kids in these hands of these people who thinking that they're protecting them. Whole time they're trying to fuck them. Like, and it's like, you, you can't, you don't know who's who. You don't know who's a good person, who's a bad person. Like, you just got to have faith that, like, these people are going really going to do the right thing by your kids. Whole time, Mr. Johnny trying to blow your kid back out. Like, and just got some sick shit going on in his head. Like, and it's crazy. But even just, uh, even regardless of the 80% of it being men, from the past two, three weeks I've seen, I've been seeing actually more women. Like, and it, like I've been seeing more women teachers being caught up. Like, this one woman, I think it was in Michigan. She was, like, 32. And she was messing with a 17-year-old. I'm pretty sure you saw the headline. But, um, was it the volleyball player? I mean, the volleyball coach? No, 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 it wasn't that one. Okay, so it I've seen another one. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, but yeah, like she was messing with the seventeen-year-old, and she literally kept begging him to uh to not say nothing. Okay. That is the volleyball. Yeah, that's the volleyball coach. That was the volleyball one. Yeah, that's the volleyball. Oh, okay, coach. I thought she was a different teacher. Yeah, nah, but she literally kept begging him like not to say nothing and stuff, and then like I don't know, like he spilled the beans about it and shit like that. And like you know, I was looking at that article and I was going through like the um the comments and I see it's like, man, I wish that happened to me as a kid. This nigga a sucker, blah blah blah. This is not like, yo, you stupid for doing that, bro. You fucked your teacher. Why would you even say a word? But I would have kept that going, but it's not. And I'm like, okay, this is really what the double standard is in America. Cause let that been flipped and let that have been a man and somebody's daughter, seventeen year old daughter. We would literally be clearing bloody murder. Like, yo, kill this nigga. Like, you're fucking a kid. Like, but it's just like I don't understand how we as a society don't see that that's bad for for boys too. Like, people like I don't get it how people don't think that boys can be victimized as well, and that's bad because then that's gonna get like even just men a certain way of thinking when they get older. Like, even just like if you hear a lot of stories of people first time losing their virginity or stories of people first time doing things stuff. It's like it be with older women and stuff, and like people be talking like that's like a badge of honor, like that's cool, and like no, you just got preyed on. You were just she molested you, like, and and people don't realize like if you go through the statistics of it, that's what creates like hyper uh hypersexuality and hyper masculinity in some of these men, and it's like we're bigging that up, like hey yo yeah you fourteen with a twenty nine year old girlfriend that's great. This bitch was 15 when you were born. Yeah. She don't got nothing in common with you, fam. What did she want? What did she want with a 14-year-old? What can a 14-year-old physically give a 29-year-old? Like, you you can't drink, you can't smoke, you can't even buy a house, you can't buy a car. What could what the fuck could you do for that woman? The only thing I can think of is introduced to the Pop Rocks. I'm not going to hold you. Oh, my God. Oh. That's, literally, that's literally the only thing I can feel you can offer right there. And my apologies, she was a softball coach, not a volleyball coach. Oh, she's a softball coach? Yes, yeah. in Ohio. Yeah. Ohio was. Okay, so it was mm-hmm. Michigan. But it was somebody else in Michigan that I got. So I mixed some stories. But, yeah, just even that is just, like, crazy. Like, damn, these people are really out here fucking students. Like, like, I don't get it. Like, what makes you, like, come to work every day 
and you pick out a certain person and just be like, yeah, I'm gonna fuck this student, bro. Like, excuse me? Like, it, I, I don't know. I just can't see that happening. Like, this nigga can probably have the best game in the world. You as an adult should be like, ah, that was cute. Keep him pushing. Like, what makes you think, like, I'm like, yo, I'm gonna go pick this little nigga up from his crib and like, give him the woo wop. Whole time. It's just like, and it plus it just like reeks of, it's just nasty, man. It's like you don't have anyone in your age group that you could have called or hit up or hit on instead of this young girl, instead of this young boy. Like, what was the, like, did nothing in your mind go from like, I mean, there are sick motherfuckers that be like, well, she's 17 if she's 16 in Georgia. And yeah. start saying that bullshit. But it's just like, bro, that don't go to your mind. Like, hey, maybe this John or maybe this nigga could just one day have his parents find out, have their parents find out. Mm. And now they both, now they trying to come at you. You feel me? And that'd be a lot of cases where it's like, say even uh, like how we talked about in the softball situation where the kid actually told, it could be cases where the parents would just tell. Yeah. And now you're even in more trouble. Because yeah. now you also got parents about to beat the shit out of you. Yeah. So it was like, literally, what is like, what, what do you see? What do you gain out of that? Like, what do you think you're really gaining out of that? But the sicker thing about it is just that, so unfortunately, this is a lot that goes on in this country. I'm going to say, know? this is more common than we think about it. It is. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's, a, it's a constant topic that's brought up a constant topic that's trying to be normalized even just like the whole co- the topic of age gaps and shit like that like what's acceptable and what's not and it's just like fam if you got i feel like think of, i think about it like this way if you got a question if the shit is all right it's not all right literally <laughs> that's like really literally. my point of thing. if i got a question like damn is this wrong it may be a good eight to- eight out of ten times it's wrong Literally, <laughs> literally, like, just like when I saw a brochure on how to dress professional on the side, it clearly states if you have to question if this is too casual, it probably is. Yeah. <laughs> it probably is too casual because you got to question it, you got to second guess it. Like, mm, maybe I could get away with it. if you think you, if you even now the thoughts are maybe I could just have it slip by, maybe I could just get away with it. No, especially if, especially in some of these places where it's like it's so strict down to literally a dress code where it's like you can't dress casual. You can only dress professional. Mm-hmm. So if you feel like you can't even slip with how casual you dress in, how do you think you can going to be able to slip with how low you fucking like? <laughs> like, how do you think that's going like, hey, man, maybe I, I got to always wear a suit and tie, but I can get away with this 15 year old. Like what? Yeah. Like, how do you think that what is, like, that don't make no sense to me. That don't make any sense. It's like, we always talk about as a society, as a as a country, as a group, like, hey, man, we got to protect our children, man. But if you hear a lot of these stories, man, these children aren't being protected, bro. They're not. They're being preyed on, man. And it's sick. They not, bro. They not like, being protected. Even me, I'm only 23, and I feel away when I look at a 19 year old. I'd be like, oh, she is out of out of high school. 
she is in college, but still, like, like, you like, you barely just got out of high school type shit. So I'm like, I can't even really look at you like this, like this. But I could technically, like, technically, you're a, a year ago, you was of age for me to look at. But still, it's just like, if you got to do the whole technically shit, it's like, come on now. Like, it's just better off to not even. If you like, got to get into technicalities. You a 23 year old man. Can you see yourself messing with a 19 year old? No, not at all. Especially because even just that small of a gap, you're already thinking back to what you were saying, like, oh, this is can't even go to the bar out at late at night or something. She got to have a fake to even go to the club or something like that. Even though I don't even go into the club or anything like that. But if I was to think of going to it, so maybe for a celebration, maybe for uh, work, maybe for X, Y, and Z, and I'm like, you know, let me bring this John with me. And then they stop her at the door like, yo, 2003. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Niggas got here fucking chicks that wasn't even born when you got served came out. Like, That's what? That's tragic, bro. <laughs> That's tragic. Bro. Bro, you didn't see Elgin get beat up in the hallway, bro. You don't know life. Yeah, bro. That's sick, bro. Right. You didn't see niggas do it for Lil Saint, yo. That's literally, that's truly sick, bro. Old time niggas out here acting like music soul child, bruh. Like you was born after college dropout. Damn. Ugh. You don't even know the first blueprint. Ugh. You was a lot. You was born after the towers fell. <laughs> <laughs> you was you born after, after the towers fell. You was looking at it like where the towers. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you, you grew up in a world where there was no towers. They built it up when you was living. That's crazy, bro. Hey, yo. <laughs> and it's like, even if we wasn't cognizant of what the hell a tower was when the towers was falling, at least we was alive to see that shit. Hell done. Like, at least we was alive to at least see people react to it. Like, oh, damn, what just happened Dude, right there? The day <laughs> fall, like, from what my mom tells me, she picked us up early from our daycare because it happened. Like at least, see you. Like you have an experience with it. Like, mm. oh, I can't even date back to that. Mm-hmm. Some people can't even date back to that, bro. They like towers. What are you talking about? Twin mm-hmm. towers. I mean, yeah, I know Car Anthony Towns and Rudy Gobert playing, but that's about it. Uh, get the fuck out of here! <laughs> get the ah. fuck out of here! Ah! ah. <laughs> fuck out of here! Bro. <laughs> they not the twin towers, bro. Man, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> they not the they not the light towers, bro. <laughs> <laughs> they the light rail. They the light. They <laughs> the light rail. <laughs> Niggas gonna be running them the fuck over. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Man, them niggas, the lighthouses, bro. Oh, hey, yo. But yeah, nah, like it's just gonna look away. That's just gonna look sick. Like mm-hmm. you feel me? Like just do yourself a sir, you know, don't do yourself a disservice and you know, just falling into them temptations easily. It also just shows really the low level of discipline that you have upon yourself. If you're even getting in that situation, like if you really want to look deep into it, it's like it reflects a lot on just your yeah, mental. Some people space. are just truly even... sick out here, though. Like, got mental, 
issues where they think that shit might be cool though. Nah, bro. It ain't no mental issue you could tell me, bro, that a nigga could have where I could be like, that's understandable why as to why he thought having sex with a 16-year-old was okay. There's no mental illness that makes me think that, bro. Hey, man. There's no mental illness that makes me think that, oh, that changes your wiring so much that you'd be like, you just don't know what age is. Like, you could count up to 20, right? Okay. <laughs> so don't go below that 20 number. That's really it. <laughs> hey, yeah. That's just hey, it's that simple. Don't go below that 20 number. Don't go below that 21 number. Like, cause even with the 21, where it's like, yo, I'm 57 and she's 21. It's like, what do you see with her? Like, outside a good, like, you know what I mean? A good hit, a good night. Do you really see a future? Well, it's some, like you said, it's some older men and women who think like they don't want nobody their age. Like they're old and boring and tired. Like I need a young thing to keep me like rejuvenated. You know what I'm saying? Nigga, have a kid. <laughs> have a baby, nigga. Whole time busting something. <laughs> <laughs> like if you want to be taking care of youngers the whole time, bro. Like do that. That's about it. But yeah, you ain't even old enough to... Damn. Yeah. You don't even know about college. I don't know. Jobs. I just think, like, schools and places, especially places where there's heavy population of kids, they got to do better of doing background checks and doing better of, like, you feel me? Vetting out people, man. Because, like I said, like, even just, like I said, 269 sex crimes is only the first nine months. Like, yeah, we talk about the whole thing of being, like, the sex crimes and all that. But just think about the kids and how they feel even, like, going through that traumatic thing. And then, like, how that's going to affect them in the long run. You know what I mean? That's may hurt them grow, uh, growing up and, like, hurt their relationships with people. And, like, they got to deal with this burden of just, like, this trauma and it's just, like, things that happen to them all because of a sick motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Like, people don't realize a lot of this shit become, like, a lot of this shit is domino effects. Like, just you being a sick motherfucker and you messing with a little kid now, like, that fucked they head up. And now, like, they end up hurting somebody else or they end up killing somebody in the future. And it's like, you know, even though, like, you know, they say, like, we can't, you can blame them because, like, they shouldn't have did their actions. But then again, there's a lot of, like, there's a lot of reactions to the actions. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause and effect. Like, because of this happened, now this has affected me and this happened. You know what I mean? And it's just an ever-going vicious cycle. I think the sicker thing is really for the slightly older ones that don't even view it as a traumatic event. Those that just continue on. Exactly. They already got arrested. You know what I mean? The person, the teacher already got arrested. They just move on with their day, act like nothing happened. You, if anything, they might even get some uh, clout off that. Like, yo, you fucking teacher. This shit crazy. And now they moving on. 26 going to the freshman parties thinking that shit coolio just cause they already you know it's just the actions is like you don't even date that back to what you went through you just think that oh this is just you know just me it's just chilling yeah sick niggas bro yeah no. I say praise to the kids and the families involved man get these sick motherfuckers off the streets you know what I'm saying like I said you I don't know, do better vetting things, something, man. Cause a lot of this shit gotta end, man. 
How are they supposed to be the future? And niggas is poking us. Well, not me per se, because I'm grown. But the kids, man. It's about the babies, man. It's about the babies, man. You don't want to be no dropouts, man. Oh, shit. I see where you're going. Go ahead, bro. Yeah. I saw the setup. Speaking of dropouts. All right, I saw the setup. I saw the setup. I saw it, man. You're corny, bro. We have another nigga trying to defend his sickness. <laughs> but a different type of sickness. <laughs> Y'all know what I'm talking about. Well, of course, we are talking about... Uh, Mr. Gap Total. You know what I'm saying? Mr. Balenci. Balenci, 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 Balenci. Mr. Throw the, throw, the, throw the clothes in the bag. The Louis Vuitton Don. You know what I'm saying? Two Polo Terror. Two <laughs> <laughs> Polo Terror is crazy. <laughs> of course, Kanye is under some heat again for his... Uh, comments that he keeps commenting about um you know these comments are growing uh to disturb more and more people by the day um oh he's getting more dangerous yeah 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 because also by the hour he's also not taking those meds by the hour but um you know kanye's just been talking of course that you we will be done speaking about because like even like yo I don't be wanting to speak about this nigga bro but I it's really just don't. like it, it gets so egregious that you gotta talk about it like literally it's like damn like <sighs> of course you know he came on the breakfast not the breakfast club he came on drink champs drink champs um and even before that he had went on the shop but you know the shop was like whoa <laughs> lebron was like i got a billy chill out hey, yeah. <laughs> so i get paid ain't... by the same people oh tom you feel me china's in my back pocket but um uh, hey hey he was like hey uh don't you talk had... about my goat like that hey uh tom ask him what chapter of malcolm x book you on but um anyway you know I'm, all right when i see you bro so, so you said what I see you, bro. It's up. It's up, bro. For LeBron? Bro, don't do that. It's up for LeBron? Yeah, it's up for me because of LeBron? Don't do that, bro. You in the LeBron house? Yeah, all right, stop. Continue you know to Bronny, say, bro. You know Bronny, bro? Which kid you know, bro? Which, you explain, bro. which one? Explain, bro. You know Savannah? You cool with Savannah? Like, Oh, you went to Sierra Canyon. That's what it, that's what it was. Canyon. Whatever, nigga. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> That's what happened. Oh, you from Ohio? Okay, I'm from <laughs> fucking Ohio. I'll feel that Cleveland native. All right, <laughs> but <laughs> LeBron ain't let that shit slide. But Nori, we gonna get the views with Nori. Hey, and uh, it was like a three hour long interview with Kanye. Um, and during that interview, he is definitely uh spewed out more what people would call anti-Semitic comments um, comments uh, stating false allegations that he's gotten from Candace Owens documentary about George Floyd saying that George Floyd didn't die from asphyxiation he didn't die from getting uh, 
from having a knee on his fucking back of his neck for X amount of minutes, but died because they put fentanyl on him. And that was the real reason why he died. And uh, yeah, man, the people are just not rocking with him at all. They're, they, they're not fucking with him. Um, you're seeing brands left and right leaving his ass. Uh, Balenciaga just left him a couple hours ago. Um, I think Gap just left him. Mm-hmm. Uh, JP uh, Morgan dropped the easy JP, as a client. JP Morgan said, Nigga, we're better off with Coke. Yeah, niggas is not gonna let that down, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna bring that up, huh? Because I'm like a wall, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, come on, bro. Like you go, you go get you go several times with this nigga over. Where he, of course, not saying what he's saying is right or or in any man in any manner. But you go to say you go cut ties with this nigga where y'all had a boatload of coke on y'all. Like, come on, bro. Hey, y'all clearly okay. done. You can't talk shit about juicy. <laughs> like y'all clearly whole time, bro. Oh, oh, okay. Anyway. Yeah, man, he's just getting dropped left and right, going berserk, you know, telling Charlemagne, Pete Davidson got a 10-inch yonker, you know what I mean? Yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> that was crazy. He's just off the hinges, bro. You it's feel me? It's fucking a white boy with a penny. <laughs> Yo. And you won't do nothing about it. Like, <laughs> that's crazy. Because how is somebody going to be like, you're letting this man away? <laughs> what am I supposed to do for you? <laughs> No, no, I, I can't call another man and be like, yo, he's fucking my wife. Hold up, be like, yo, yo, get him to stop, bro. No, nigga, what are you going to do if that's your wife? Nah, bro, get him to stop, bro. Why he keep going? Yo, he's playing that fucking lag at my wife. You're not doing nothing. You're sitting here. You're not doing nothing. You're supposed to be the coach, man. <laughs> Dude, that's the crazy phone call, bro. <laughs> yo, like just imagine, bro. Like you nigga just call you. He's like, yo, you like this nigga? Fuck my girl. He's like, yo, what do you want me to do? <laughs> Literally, what do you want me to do, bro? Like, yo, yo. You feel me? Clearly, just off the hinges. You know, calling Kim K, the next Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> Like just a bunch of crazy shit. Sidebar, it's crazy that Shaq owns Marilyn Monroe. That was also a crazy. Um, yeah, that's yeah. just a crazy sidebar. He also owns Elvis and Muhammad Ali. Yeah, he owns the license to it, right? Just crazy, just crazy. Yeah. But um, why well, selling shitty pizza to a racist? But um, not a racist nigga. He gone though, so you can't even say that anymore. No, he's not gone, bro. Oh, he's not. They want he's you to not think on he's the board. Going. He's anymore. still getting paid for that shit. Well, he's not on the board anymore. Let's say that <laughs> he's just getting a nice compensation while at home in his Papa John's Arena house. Bro, you know it I mean? takes you a year to not say the N word, bro. Nah, bro. Peyton Manning was coaching them all throughout, bro. Like, come on, bro. He can, come on, just say, bro. <laughs> just say, bro. I got you, bro. Negro. Ah, oh, fuck. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. But anyway, outside of that guy. Yeah, man, Kanye again is just going off the fritz. Um, I had a conversation of... with my mom and was just like, you know, she was just saying, like, when are we going to be as a people? When are we just going to, you know, just sever ties? You know what I mean? Not even just sever ties, but like, 
we have to, somebody has to hold them accountable. And I was telling her, I was like, I think those days are over. Like, those days are literally over. Only The only person that could ever hold him accountable is literally gone. It's Kid Cudi. Oh. No. 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 Like, no. first of all, because, like, it, 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 it goes from the idea of status and money, too. Also, mixed in with mental health. So it's like, literally, like I said, you know, he's been on the uh, downward spiral since his mom passed, you know, RP to his mother and stuff like that. And it's just like, the only person, like I said, the only person that could tell him something was his mom. His mom's gone. She's in, she can't tell him that. And then I, you would think like, okay, maybe somebody like uh, Jay-Z could tell him something. Jay-Z, who's a billionaire who also has money, can't even tell him to calm down. So it's like, literally, nobody can tell him to too. calm down. He said, Diddy was a, he said Diddy was a fed. Call Diddy he a said, fed. Call me, he said Meek Mill's a fed. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, but he's telling you right here. Like, even just, like, oh, I'm glad you even mentioned that. Because she even said that. She was like, yo, he has this thing with him. It's like, yo, you can't tell me shit. And if you want to tell me something, come kill me. Because literally when he told Diddy and me, he said, I feel away about it. Kill me. Like, he's getting to that point where it's like, yo, like, he's basically saying, like, yo, I just can't shut me the fuck up. You want to shut me up? Come kill me. Like, I, I'm going to die about what I'm saying. And it's like, bro, it, it's like, he's really, like, going off the edge. And people were just putting a camera in his face and just letting him talk. How can you say that you care about this person and that you, you know, you want him to get better, this and that. But literally, you see him going through a, a manic episode. And you're just putting cameras in his face and keep letting him talk. Now, I will say, in this manic episode, he are, he is saying things that are true. He is telling some he truth is. in it. But I'm going to say a good 60% of it is lies as well. Or like just some shit that he's concocted in his head. And it's like, bro, this is not safe. It's, this is when it gets dangerous. Because like I said, it's like, bro, even just what he said to uh, to Piers Morgan yesterday, I think it was, when he told him like, bro, he was like, you, like, Piers, you, you don't got money like me. Nah, Piers Morgan need to shut up though. No, but no, right. I don't give a fuck what Pierre Morgan said, but Piers Morgan is right. Was trying to tell him like, yo, like, don't you think some of the stuff you're saying is like? He was like, yo, Pierce, you don't have no as much money as me. You, you don't need to give me advice. I need to give you advice because if I gave you advice, you would get as much money as me. And Pierce's like, no, maybe you're right. So literally, that's his mind of thinking. Y'all niggas don't got money like me. First of all, he thinks he's the richest man in the world. He's not. But, I mean, he's the richest black man in the world. Okay, yeah, you're right about that. No black man can really tell him what to do. But yeah, like it's literally like I don't know if after after this couple of days, I don't know. It might go down. Cause all the people that suffering ties and everything like that. But yeah, just the fact, like just even him saying that, he's telling you he doesn't respect nothing but money. He doesn't respect nothing but money. Yeah. And it's like that's not and and that's fucked up. Cause I think we had this conversation before, but just like society. Of putting like very heavy emphasis on money and status, like yo, just because a nigga don't got no money don't mean he not saying the right shit. Just because a nigga don't got no status don't mean he's being the right thing or he's the right person or this and that. It's like shit like that is what's causing like people to act out and people to do certain things because they want money, they want status because they feel like if I got money and if I got status, I could do whatever I want and you can't tell me what to do. Like like you said, like even just. Nigga, I, I'm a type of person, nigga, I don't give a fuck if you're a bum, fucking secretary, uh, president of the world. If you got some good information, I'm going to take that. A crackhead gave me great information before, and I still hold it with me to this dare day. I didn't look at him like, nigga, you ain't got no motion, nigga. You ain't got no money, nigga. I don't give a fuck what you're saying. No, I sit there and listen because I'm open-minded. 
I like, bro, money don't make you a great person. Being broke don't make you a bad person. It's just about the character of you, who you are. So people thinking like, oh yeah, like it's people that still on Kanye's side of being like, he got money, man. He's Kanye. He's the goat. He's the great. You know, wherever he says go, no, that's not true, bro. And like I said, he is saying some truths, but like a lot of that shit is just fucked up and it's coming out wrong. Like, bro, what Chinese niggas got to do with it? <laughs> Chinese niggas got something to do with it? <laughs> yo, that nigga Nori is yo. <laughs> so Chinese niggas got something to do with it? But yeah, man, I was like, we gotta check this man. And actually, no, nah, I can't even say check this man because at this point we can't check him, bro. It's I'm about to say, check. who's really gonna check him, bro? Even if they we say, are right, we just gonna sever ties with bro? He's already rich to last him the rest of his life and the rest of his kids' life. But it's not and the rest of their kids' life. About it. Fuck your money is what you're saying. That's dangerous. Because like I said before, he's saying shit. And he's getting rhetoric from white supremacists and from. Other people, even he's getting ready from black people that don't like their own people. So then it's like him being this such big figure, him spewing this negative stuff in the air is going to make other people. And I'm not even talking about the anti-Semitic stuff because, you know, what I mean, I'm not Jewish and I don't know how they're going to their community is going to deal with that. But at least issues within the black community, the, the stuff that you're saying about George Floyd, you spewing this negative stuff about George Floyd and about his case. You're like you're being, like I said, status and money. If if other groups of people see our black men, because he is one of us, sadly, but if they see our black man who has a high status and a lot of money say these certain things, they feel like, oh, this gives them leeway, leeway to say the same thing and to act a certain way towards us. And that's dangerous because that could cause civil war. That could cause a racial war. Like Kanye doesn't realize like a lot of this shit, like everything is cause and effect. He don't understand how this could be a cause to effect of a war or effect of just white and black going against it's not even just white and black, but black versus everybody. Like people like society already sees us as a certain way. So when you're putting this negative connotation on us, that makes it harder for us. You don't have to deal with that because you have money. You you can live in a certain area and not have to deal with the shit that we gotta deal with. I gotta go to Walmart and I may live in an area where it's heavily populated with people that don't look like me. And they may just see me and just want to pick a fight with me because my leader says that we are this and that and that and this. Like, no, you don't deal with that. I will have to deal with that. Mike, you will have to deal with that. My brother will have to deal with that. You rich motherfuckers ain't got to deal with that shit. I'm going to let that breathe because that was, that was knowledge right there. I ain't going to hold you. That was knowledge right there. No, it, it's, it's truly a... A sad thing to just see such a fall from grace. Yeah. But again, like, I think all we really could let happen is just, bro, go ahead, bro. Like, how it'd be like when when your mans just get drunk at, at the party and he really just start going crazy? Like, go ahead, bro. But no, nah, I think it's way past that go ahead shit. Because it's like, and then again, Who's to say? Who's to say that he is like? I don't know, man. So what is the next step? If it's passed, go ahead. If it's passed, yo, let's try to get him some help. If it's passed, but that's the thing. Yeah, Does he even like, want the help? I'm saying it's past that though, because we already know he don't want the help. And that's the that's, saying, this what, is what, unknown territory. We don't know. And it's literally because it's like I was even thinking about this earlier. I'm like, I don't remember him going on these manic states like 
five, six years ago. Like, unless he was doing it and we didn't classify I don't remember him acting like this before. Like, I remember he used to... George Bush about, doesn't like, care old... about black people. That's, that, that George Bush doesn't go, care about black people. That's a manic statement. He's been doing this. It's not new. You think that's... No, I think that just really came from the heart. All this really was, came from the you heart. You think that was during a manic state, probably? Yes. This is all the same stuff. And if you say that mm-hmm. came from the heart, then all he just said came from the heart. Because he's saying it with the same passion. He's saying it with the same conviction. He's saying it with the same uh, emphasis. Yeah, like, he just unlocks some shit, bro. It's not unlock. It's it's been in front of us. Like he's been like this. Like <laughs> it's not like no. Like he's always that... been loud and just like saying whatever the fuck he said. But even now, you even just saying that, thinking that, like, because what even caused him to even say that during that telethon? Like he wasn't there for that. And yeah, that could have yeah, been a manic state. And it's like you can't even be like, oh, now he's just getting more political. That's as political as you can get. George Bush doesn't care about black people. Like you're saying that in that aid relief, though. You said what? You see how it changed, though? It went from George Bush doesn't care about black people to like, oh, like the black dude that died. He really didn't die because cops killed him. Like, I don't think I mean, outside of the George Floyd thing, because, again, I don't agree with that or whatever he was saying on that part. Um, even though some people were saying that he wasn't saying that he necessarily agrees with it, he's just stating what he saw from the Candace Owens documentary that was shown to him. But regardless, all that he's been saying, I think we just really liked it more so when he said George Bush doesn't care about black people because it was more of a blanketed statement. He doesn't care about black people. He didn't go into the intricacies of why he doesn't care. He didn't go into the intricacies of, um, oh, all these banks and all these people that are sponsoring him to kill black people. He didn't get into that bag. He's starting to get into that bag now. You feel me? If I'm playing, of course, the other person's advocate, he's really getting into that bag now. And even though some of the stuff that he says, we don't understand, it may be because the stuff, the knowledge that he has that he's still not revealing to us. So even the statements that he makes, the connections that he makes between brands and between people that may not seem like they have anything to do with each other, he may know some information that he just left out, but it's still that connecting factor between all of them. Mm. So it could be that. And of course, when you say George, George Bush doesn't like black people, that's on our side. Hey, we feel that. Hooray. We're going with you, bro. But when you say things that now people may call anti-Semitic, now it's like black people are like, whoa, because that's messing white up the bag now. Mm. Yeah, white lives now, that's messing up the bag that we got with these Semitic motherfuckers. Like, <laughs> that's kind of, you know what I mean? Like, and even when he was saying things like, you know, they try to get people like Diddy, they try to get people like Meek to try, uh, they pay them to try and call me down to tell me to shut up. He could have not, even though he's showing text messages, he could have showed, uh, he probably hid some of the thread. He could have hid some of the calls that they had or some of the information that he got where maybe they're getting paid by these brands. They're getting paid by these organizations. He's probably hearing hearsay like, yo, I heard Diddy was, you know what I'm saying, doing X, Y, and Z with bro and bro. So now it connects when, now that they don't fuck with you, now Diddy's coming out of nowhere to be like, yo, bro, I think you need to chill. Mm -hmm. Especially if it's like you ain't even had no deep conversation with Diddy in two years. It's like... I mean, I'm not saying that that's the case because, again, I don't know any of their conversations, but it could be specific stuff that he's leaving out 
just because he really doesn't want to air out everything that he knows. Because then it's like, all right, now we got to get the CIA agent on your ass, bro. But he, he basically saying that. He's like, yo, they're coming to kill me. And I'm just like... Yeah, so it's right, like... That's, it's the same that's, thing. That's what like you said. This is when it's getting real dangerous. Like, bro, what is going on at this point? It's the same thing with the... Even if I could think about it, it's the same thing with the... Back then with the 6-9 thing, when he first got indicted. Everybody... He, he fired everybody from his team. He was like, yo, I don't bang no more. Yo, I'm not affiliated with any of that no more. He tried to distance himself from all that shit because he knew what time it was. He knew what time like he knew what was coming. So now if Kanye saying, "Yo, they trying to kill me. Yo, they doing X, Y, and Z, all that type of jazz," then he knows what's coming. It's just that he hasn't said exactly everything. And plus, Kanye, at least what what I noticed is that when Kanye speaks, it's definitely different tangents just being connected. You just gotta catch that connection. Yeah, you have said that before. Yeah, it's like you just got to catch the connection for real. So that's why at the end, they always just say, hey, bro, just, hey, he don't, if he feel like he know what he doing and he feel like he got the right people behind him, we'll see what happens. Like, but again, George Floyd was definitely killed by those uh, cops. Um, The reasons may vary, of course, but he was killed by them cops. The evidence shown he was killed by them cops. Yes. And that's just it. And now because you saying, thinking you could say whatever, now you're getting sued for 250 M's. Even yeah, though I don't we got to mention that. Like, you, yeah. And then, even well, though, he, went, he went on, uh, what show he went on last night? He went and started apologizing. Now he's going on an apology tour now. So once yeah. he, but that's the thing. That's why I'm like, I don't really know what to think. Come like, but then once you see your money get affected, you start apologizing. So it was like, did you truly feel like this before? Are you just saying this shit for shock value? Are you doing this like to draw attention to something you have going on? Like we we literally don't know because you said you said this one minute and then twenty four hours later you're apologizing to everybody. What's the truth at the end of the day? What is the truth? All we know is the truth is that the truth hurts. Word to Draco the ruler. R.I.P. <laughs> Draco. R.I.P. Draco, and that's really what it be. The truth is going to hurt at the end of the day. Because it's a lot of stuff that we know, man, that is just that we necessarily just can't say or we necessarily feel like feel like we can't say because of the possible repercussions that can come with it. And that's why I will leave it off at that. Because, yeah. <laughs> if it, hey, niggas going to call me Kanye if I get in my bag. That's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you agree with Kanye, bro? I ain't say that, but I ain't, that. Not, no. I ain't say that. I ain't say that. Mm-mm. All those thoughts are his. But the Chinese hey. niggas doesn't do it. Hey, <laughs> hey, <laughs> woo! All right, <laughs> yeah. Getting that one off right there, buddy. <laughs> hey, yeah. But yo, this is another episode of the Why We Here podcast. If you don't know why you're here, come back next week and figure it out feel me because the truth hurts when it hurts the truth and open your inner eyes because realize realize shut realize. the fuck up <laughs> stop stop <laughs> shut up no no shut it up hey yo hey man we out of here man peace